Rise above rejection. Invincible self-confidence for men. Do you get frozen with fear around women because you're afraid of rejection? What if rejection was the least of your worries? What if you could turn this natural aversion on its head and become immune to its negativities? How would that change your life? If you were not afraid of rejection, you would never settle for a woman you aren't much attracted to. Never waste time orbiting in the friend zone. Never waste money and emotions on expensive mistakes like rushed marriages, mail-order brides, and e-relationships. Prevent a dissatisfying life of settling for unattractive women and single mothers. You would save both the time and money wasted on OnlyFans and porn. You would go after and get the caliber of woman you really want, and you would never cower around beautiful women again. This book shows you precisely how to eliminate that crippling fear of rejection from your life forever. Gone will be the days you beat yourself up for not trying with the woman you couldn't stop staring at or thinking about. When you read this book, you will discover the statistical realities behind rejection. The real reasons women turn you down, so you never waste a moment ruminating about it again. I will also show you mental models that take the sting out of the shutdown, a simple yet powerful technique that dramatically reduces the frequency of rejection, what to do when she's very rude to you when saying no, and the mindset that transforms a rejection into the best thing that's ever happened to you. Rise above rejection. Get your copy today at reinventideal.com slash reject. That's reinventideal.com slash reject. You're listening to Reinvent Ideal, dating and life advice for men. So you're struggling though, you need some help? The wisdom you need when you're depressed and no one cares because you're not a chick. Well, we're all enjoying our day. We're going to lose 12 men to suicide today. Your weekly red pill prescription. It's a place for unguarded conversations to investigate with a council of men the riddles of life. With Cairo Copeland. Many guys are turning to online dating thinking that this is the way to go now. This is how this generation finds the love of their life. And a lot of dating coaches encourage you to use online dating, saying it's a useful tool to get what you're looking for. And we don't want to leave any tools in the chest unused. But I gotta tell you this, man, online dating has a lot more harm than good. A lot of it depends on how it's used and everything. But if you want to feel unworthy, if you want to have your self-esteem slaughtered, if you want to take hit after hit after hit and just feel nothing but bad, online dating is gonna do that to you. So what I would tell you is that don't do this until you are certain of your value and you're certain of your status as a reinvented man. Because when it's something that you don't take seriously, something that you aren't relying on as your sole source of searching for a woman, then it really can't hurt you that bad. But a lot of guys that are just starting and they go to online dating first, it trashes them. It destroys them. Because you find nothing but disappointment on it. And the reason for it is clear. It's what we originally assumed about it. The people that use online dating do so because there's little reason for them to have luck with dating offline. See, originally, it was used because social imperatives made us feel awkward asking for what we want from another person. You know, try going up to a random woman in public that you're attracted to and ask, Hey, pretty, you want to go on a date? 
and see what happens. Yeah, quite often she's taken or just not interested, or she's going to be offended that you even asked. Yeah, someone once wished that people could know beforehand whether someone was single and interested before expressing intentions. And that's how online dating was born. But there are five problems with it. Five reasons you want to avoid online dating. But I'm not just going to tell you that. I'm not just going to tell you five reasons why it sucks. I'm also going to tell you what you should do instead. Especially when you're the guy that is just starting out. Years ago, online dating was a viable option to find someone. But today, it no longer is. And that's reason number one. Low quality women are flooding the dating apps. Just go on to OkCupid. You'll never see more ugly, bitchy, nasty women than you'll see on there. I mean, it's a freak show on there. I don't know what the hell happened to that website, but God, it's a disgusting freak show. The nines and tens among women that you seek once used online dating, and the trouble there is that the saturation of explicit messages from creepy guys drove them away. So now the only thing that's used in the apps are the threes to sixes. That's all you're gonna find on there. Yeah, you'd be lucky to even find a six. Now, all the guys that use it, they still fall in the ranges of like five to eight, and it's amplified the effect of the fempowerment mandate on women. You see, the woman who's a four and gets a date or gets to sleep with a man who's an eight will now think that she too is an eight, when really, he was only interested in her because she's all that was there was. And that becomes her minimum standard now going forward. So the other guys end up having lost any chance with her. If you've ever been rejected by a woman that you knew was below your caliber on a dating site, that's why. Spend enough time on a dating site and you'll be led to believe that all women are either single mothers, narcissists, or in need of professional help. And this is where they turn to find men because they can't find them offline. We see the testimonials of people on these websites that are proclaiming the site help them find their one true love. But do you ever see any of these people in real life? If anything, if you talk to any real-world users of Plenty of Fish or OkCupid or Match, and they'll tell you it was one of the worst ways to meet people. It's even worse on Tinder and Bumble. So, even if you do win the competition on these websites, and it is a fierce competition, even if you do win it, your prize isn't anything great. Your prize is a piece of garbage. Number two, scarcity mindset. Online dating will also create a horrific scarcity mindset in you because once you've messaged every woman in your vicinity on the site, you could wait forever and not hear back from any of them. The perception becomes that they just don't like you because there's just nothing about you to like. But in reality, it's probably she never saw your message because it was buried under hundreds of other messages that just said, Hi, wanna chat? Or, Hey, hottie, what you doing? Because that's what every other guy is messaging her with. So your mindset still becomes the belief that you're not worthy or that women are just scarce. And when you're out of women to message, that scarcity mindset takes over and it's going to cripple you. The most desperate and unattractive men are the ones that believe that their options are limited. Reason number three. Women with an inflated perception of their sexual market value. They quite often... The profiles of these girls on dating sites, you'll see some common themes. And many of them are raging red flags. You'll often see things like, Oh, I've had my fun, but now I'm ready to settle down. See, this is an admission that she spent the better part of her life 
going from douchebag guy to douchebag guy seeking validation. And may have even picked up some kids along the way and now needs a good man to take care of her and her kids' needs. And she says, I've had my fun. Well, isn't a relationship supposed to include lots of fun? I mean, don't you want to be with women when they're having fun? I'll tell you, some of my other favorites that I've uh, seen on this is, I want to meet someone to be my other half. Okay, so you're half a person then? Or, I want my boyfriend to be my best friend. Which, I translate that to mean, I have no friends and no boyfriends, so I figured I could kill two birds with one beaver. Or, here's one I was so sick of seeing. It says, I love music! Really? Well, you're like uh, one of ten people that does, because, you know, the rest of us hate that shit. Or, I love my friends! Any other deep revelations you want to tell us? I mean, do you also eat food and wear clothes? Or this one here says, My kids are my world! Which means, understand this, Sonny. If I give you my time of day, you'll always come second. Well, that sounds real appealing now, doesn't it? If ever in your life you were made to feel unworthy by a woman and she made that explicitly clear to you with her intentional words, she likely was the type that wasn't seeking connection. She was seeking validation. She was seeking some new form of control. So she spent her life jumping from one unfulfilling relationship to the next, only managing to lock up with the douchebags that used her more so to be seen with her than to actually be with her. And she came to this realization late in life, as women have a biological clock ticking within them. Because, you see, society dictates that women decline in value as they age, and their appearance becomes less attractive. And this woman turns to online dating as a last-ditch effort to find the good men that she used to dismiss. And then they cry, well, where have all the good men gone? Well, they've shacked up with all the good women, honey, and you're not one of them. Sorry. But the real problem here is that these women that are now declining in value with time, they still believe that they deserve top-shelf guys, and they're going to fight tooth and nail for it, because they got that inflated perception of their sexual market value, and that's just because you got all of these very thirsty, desperate, simp guys that are messaging them. Reason number four, men outnumber women on the site at least three to one. Suppose you do end up finding a woman on a dating site. You remember this, you make one wrong move, she has a shit ton of other thirsty guys in her inbox that she can turn to whenever she wants. And she'll always view you as easily replaceable. And that makes it very difficult to appear alluring. She sees all guys as a dime a dozen. And whatever she wants but doesn't get from you, there are a hundred other guys that possibly will. How confident does knowing this make you on a date with her? And I tell you what, ghosting is far more prevalent with online dating than anywhere else because the lack of mutual social connections for people who met online also means there are fewer social consequences from dropping out of another person's life. Now on that note of there being very low social consequences to it, I think there's a way that you can use that to your advantage. I mean, online dating carries a large dose of poison, but it's not without use. What I think every guy should do is go on at least one site, particularly a free one, and instead of creating their own profile, create a fake female profile instead. Just find uh, pictures of a hot girl and upload them, and then write a shallow profile, or a deep one, it doesn't matter, I mean, it's not going to get read anyway. Then see for yourself the types of messages that trickle in. I want you to see this, I want you to look at 
what your competition is. Because this is going to be a confidence booster for you to see just how pitiful your competition is. Because they're going to be great teachers for you on how not to be. And not just online, but offline as well. Just look at the profiles of these guys that are sending your fake profile messages and see what they are like. You see, there's a reason these guys are not on dating sites. It's because they can't do better offline. You look at their appearance, their profiles and messages, and then be the exact opposite. Don't dress like them. Don't follow their grooming. And avoid talking about the things they write about when you talk to a woman in person. Your allure goes up immediately. Now, reason number five to avoid online dating is that it really is all about how good you look. And it's how the black pill has become the poison that it is. That's kind of how the black pill was born is because online dating, a lot of the garbage that the black pill preaches is 100% true in the world of online dating. It's the biggest problem with uh, the internet. The girls have complete price discovery. And what this means is that online girls know their exact value on the market and the hottest man they can attract make it hard to create a situation where you can date up or even date girls on your level. Because the internet has long been flooded with horny men ready to sleep with anything. Online girls are now under the impression that they can get a better man than they could in real life. And any internet pursuit will automatically result in getting lower quality girls. See, on the street, it's possible to meet a pretty girl who doesn't quite know how pretty she is and therefore decides to date you even though your value could be higher, but on the internet, a slightly pretty girl receives such an insane amount of attention that she won't settle for less. So this is another reason I advise against internet dating, and that is it reduces your entire value to physical appearance. Your aesthetic is important, yes. I mean, I've pointed that out many times before, but it's only one of many factors that girls use when weighing their attraction for you. But the problem with online dating is that looks are often the only factor that girls use then. Because there's just way too many guys messaging them, and they've got to narrow the herd. They've got to thin out those messages. If you don't have above-average looks, you'll become frustrated by how much work it takes to date a moderately cute girl. Whereas a top 1% Chad can use lines that would get you blocked, yet still have girls lined up for dates. It's better to meet girls face-to-face -face where you can display your complete value. So I can't emphasize this enough. A cold approaching is one of the most beneficial skills that you can master, ensuring that besides uh, the occasional dry patch, you will not suffer from a lack of sex in your life once you learn cold approach. When you learn how to do it, you're also going to boost your general social skills with friends and family and co-workers. It turns you into a conscious social being and not a robot who only knows how to copy and paste lines as if operating a computer logic tree. Now, I did find myself uh, finding particular value in creating a female profile on this one website, uh, FetLife. And this website is the basically the Facebook of the BDSM community, but it's often used by desperate guys to find hookups. Now, what I uh, did here was I posed as a woman on the site, and I messaged other women on there. And you can learn a lot about the way women think from having these candid conversations with them on places like FetLife. Now, the reason I was doing this here was because I knew that the women were getting stormed with messages from dirty, desperate, thirsty guys trying to get hookups with them. But if they ever got a friend request or a message from another woman, yeah, that's something that would stand out. And that's someone they would engage and message with and have a conversation with. And the great thing about this here is that sex is the only thing that they want to talk about on this website. 
Now, it's also worth noting that relationships formed on FetLife are built on a tremendous amount of trust because, you see, BDSM is a very dangerous activity, and when there's a shred of carelessness in it, somebody could get hurt really bad. And there's also a lot of vulnerability in those acts with the bondage and rope play, and you find that women on this site, they're, they're quite unique because they have immense, unquestionable loyalty to their partners that they are in a relationship with. And what I did when I was on there was I asked them questions like, hey, what brought you to this site? What are some red flags that you see on guys' profiles or on their messages? And what are some red flags that you're aware of when meeting the guy in person? And the guy that you're with right now, but talk to women that were in relationships, what was it that you liked about him? And because they thought I was a woman messaging them, they were 100% honest with me about it. And doing this will teach you far greater insight than ever asking a woman for advice as a man. You never ask a woman for advice yourself as a man. But something's uh, funny is like when you do it and she thinks you're a woman messaging her online, she's far more honest. You learn so much about intergender dynamics. You learn so many red pill truths doing that. Many experts in the area of attracting women are going to tell you that you can't learn how to seduce women uh, from other women. And that's true. I agree to a certain extent. You cannot get dating advice from them. It's like asking a fish how to catch it. But I see on FetLife, it's more like asking a fish how it likes to be fucked by other fish. They're more than happy to tell you that. Now, here's what I want you to do instead. Especially if you're just starting out in search of women to gain experience with and have that educational need fulfilled. You see, a lot of guys out there, they're going to tell you, oh, you shouldn't even think about women until you've accomplished all this other stuff. And to a certain extent, they're right. You do need to focus on yourself first and getting your money up, getting your life together. But still, even with all that, you don't want to jettison other education that's necessary in life because women are 50% of the population and they're not going anywhere. You need to learn how to deal with them. So when I say go searching for women, I don't mean searching for a girlfriend or search definitely not searching for a wife or even women to date, but just searching for women to gain experience with so you understand what women are like and aren't intimidated by them, here's what I'm going to tell you to do instead. Now, a woman's value to society declines with age, and the older she gets, the less attractive she gets. Her sexual market value goes down, and her ability to attract a high-quality man is threatened. That's why you may find it easier to connect with and even get into bed with women years older than you. You see, these women want your attention, and unlike their younger counterparts, they want more than just your attention. And we even have a name for these kinds of women. We call them cougars. Now, of course, these are not the women you want to end up with long-term, nor do they want to end up with you, the younger guy. Women are naturally attracted more to older men, and that works out well because guys are attracted to younger women. But there is much that can be learned about women from older women. And the main thing is that you'll become more comfortable with expressing your sexuality to them, expressing what you want to them. Because I tell you what, they appreciate it. They're not going to judge you for it. They want to feel young again. They want to feel beautiful. All women do, but these ones especially. So instead of trying your hand at online dating, instead of wasting your time on the dating apps, when you're just starting out, what I think is a better idea for you to do is to go looking for cougars. Because it's better for you to get in front of a live person and learn how women are with a real woman right in front of you that's interacting with you and appreciates you 
is going to show you, hey, we're not all so bad. We're not all so bitchy. But someone who's going to be nice to you at first. Because you go searching for the hottest women your age, you're going to feel like the biggest piece of shit on the planet because they're going to treat you like shit. But these women, the older ones, the cougars, they're going to treat you so much nicer. So it's better for you to start with them. You've probably seen it yourself. You, know, you whistle at a 20-year-old girl, she'll think you're a creep. But you whistle at a 40-year-old woman, she'll be flattered. Now, I don't advocate whistling or catcalling as an approach tactic. I think that's a pretty douchey thing to do. But it's easier to express what you want to an older woman without fear than it is to a younger one. And this fearless expression is precisely the key to getting what you want. You got to get good at expressing yourself fearlessly. See, if you can approach and flirt with a lovely college girl the same way you do with a cougar, you'll be delightfully surprised at the end result. And the ability to express what you really want and stand out without shame as you express it, like there's nothing wrong with your desires at all. That is the confidence that all women crave from men. And if you're not explicitly expressing your desires to the cougar, well, she's still open to you as, you know, she's old enough and wise enough to see right through you and why you're talking to her. And while you're not open about it, she's flattered that you find her attractive. The reason this type of woman is so open to you is because the root of society's imperatives carry less weight on her. You know, perhaps she's no longer able to bear children, so the fear of an unwanted pregnancy is gone. And all sexual desires that she spent her youth suppressing, she can now act on them. You may have noticed that older women tend to be just no longer giving a shit what anyone thinks. And who could judge an older woman for being a cougar? I mean, the term doesn't even sound negative as compared to the term slut used to describe the promiscuous younger women. You know, perhaps in this case, society believes that, hey, this woman is entitled to some fun. And it's not like she can get pregnant, you know. These women love being sexual because they're often not looked at as sexual possibilities. Because the men their age want younger women, so why can't they get in on the act? Now, to be clear, I'm not suggesting that you pursue older women exclusively or seek a cougar for your long-term girlfriend. But what I am suggesting is that if you're uncomfortable at telling girls that you like them or expressing your sexuality, start by approaching older women. They'll either play along... Or they're gonna let you down gently. Yeah, we've all heard it before. But go, oh, sweetie, I'd love to, but I'm married. You are really cute, though. You see, these women are gonna be more graceful to you, but beyond that, they're also gonna give you amazing insight into how women in general think. You can ask them anything without being embarrassed, and the pressure to impress them, it's not there, because you weren't hoping for something long-term with them anyway, and they weren't expecting it either. That is it for us today. I hope this has been helpful to you. If I can be of more help to you, then let me know. Send me an email to cairo at reinventideal.com. That's Cairo, like the capital of Egypt, at reinventideal.com. And please remember that the bull gets blocked right here because I am my brother's keeper and I got your back. Thank you for listening to Reinvent Ideal with Cairo Copeland. Your weekly red pill prescription. See more at reinventideal.com.